Welcome to Our Disney Adventures with Kristen and Allie, a podcast featuring Disneyland tips, tricks, magic, and more. Helping first-time goers and avid fans alike find ways to create their own Disney adventures. Summer vacations are coming, and so we're going to talk today about planning a Disney vacation. Disneyland vacation. But a lot of it probably transfers to Disney World. We've never been to Disney World, so we can't help you with that. But at Disneyland, we're going to talk about some of the things to do to plan your vacation to be able to get the most out of it. We've covered some of these things before, so we'll send you to the original podcast to get the details from those. But we'll go over the general idea of how we plan our trips and what we do And that helps us, and then you can go back and use those other resources that we talk about. And some of them you can visit our blog, too, to get the information. But you should go listen to the podcast because, you know, they're funny. They're silly. So the number one question that we get is hotels. Well, what hotels should we stay in? Where should we look? What do we do? Well, we did an entire podcast on hotels. I think it was our fourth one. It's one of the very early ones. So go ahead and go back to that because it's still relevant. Yeah. And we love that hotel podcast. It has some of our favorites listed. It has the resources that we use for it, like Hotels.com and Trivago and all those things that we've used before. So you can go there and listen to that. And we also have a blog post that goes with it. So you can look on our blog for that information. Now, one of you asked specifically when I asked on Instagram, how do we know that it actually is walking distance? We talk well, about that in the we podcast. We talk about that in the podcast, but I'll, I'll touch on it here you have to look at it on the map. So every hotel will have a map showing where it is. I'm going to tell you right now, if it says Catella and Harbor, that's a real far walk. So no. I mean, personally, that would be a no for me. That's like... That's not hugely far, Catella. True. That's not super far, but that's farther than what I consider walking distance from the park. So yeah, you need to know where the entrance of the park is and then look at where the hotel is because the entrance to the park is much further away than the corner of the park that's way back by what might be close to your hotel. So verify where the entrance is because you want a hotel within walking distance of the entrance. Entrance. If it says walking distance within Disneyland, but it's out by Toontown, he's going to have to walk all the way around Disneyland just to get to the entrance. And that's not really walking distance. If I if mean, technically speaking, it is within walking distance, but not comfortable walking. We talk about that in the episode because so, we did that. Yeah, because we did that uphill both ways in the snow. And we almost died. And but- we did almost die. <laughs> it is not a joke. <laughs> But we talked about that in the hotel podcast, so please go back and and listen to that because that has a lot of good information. You also can look at Getaway Today. We'll talk about that towards the end of the podcast, but we are affiliates with Getaway Today, so you can get a little discount going through us, and you can get the hotel and your park tickets through there, or just your park tickets. So we'll talk about that at the end of the thing, but I just wanted you to, you know, and most of the hotels are also on Getaway Today, and you can get a good deal through there. That is true. Crowd control is number two question. Okay, this is my pet peeve in the world. It is her huge pet peeve. It drives me crazy when people say, It's going to be crowded? Is it going to be crowded? Do you think it'll be crowded? Do you think I shouldn't go that day because it's going to be crowded? Just assume it's going to be crowded because it's probably going to be crowded. And if you go prepared for it to be crowded, then if it's not crowded, it's amazing. And if it is crowded, you can get through it. So just prepare for crowds. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm done. It's a very passionate thing <laughs> with her. And she's got a point. Especially in 2019, and we're talking about summer vacations, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is opening May 31st. 
this is going to be a very, very, very busy year for Disneyland. A lot of people are going before Galaxy's Edge opens because they want to be there before. Well, there's a lot of people going. There's going to be a lot of people there for Galaxy's Edge. There's going to be a lot of people there for Halloween and Christmas and Thanksgiving and all of that. Just be prepared that it's going to be a crowded year. It just is. Disneyland is crowded most of the time, regardless. Regardless. And then you add Galaxy's Edge into it. And and it's going to be even more. They're expecting there to be higher crowds. So You probably will hit capacity quite a bit over the summer. And if you are not already in the park and it hits capacity, you will not be let in. So get there early. So get there early. So here is one. we I have looked at undercovertourist.com, and they have a great source for crowds. They have a calendar that gives you kind of an idea of what could happen and the predictions of crowd sizes and things like that. So that can help you if you really are kind of anxious about it and you're just not sure, like, is it going to be really, really bad or is it only going to be a little bit bad? Things like that. But because also the ticket prices are so fluid, it's not really like there's an off-peak time and an on-peak time. It's more like there's a less-ish busy time and a more-ish busy time. There's not really an off time anymore. It's all kind of busy. For us, what we as a family, when we go on our trips, we have discovered is the best time for us to go has been January, February, and early March, or like the week after Thanksgiving. That Yeah, surprisingly, that surprisingly, was really, that was really less, crowded. less crowded than we thought. Now, all of this, though, we it's don't know. And, With Galaxy's no. Edge opening, it's a whole it's new a thing. It's a whole where, new ballpark. Where we have no idea, and they're, they're not going to know either, so we're all just guessing. So please stop asking the question, <laughs> is it going to be crowded? Is because it going the to be answer crowded? is yes. Yes. <laughs> it's going just, to be crowded. Just assume it's going, to, it's going to be more crowded than your living room. Yes, <laughs> but it's a wonderful place to be, and if you're patient and kind to other people, it's not going to be that bad. Just go expecting a crowd, and it'll be great regardless be of crowds. They are, I mean, they're, they're already building a second parking structure, so that should give you a hint of how, me, how many people they're expecting to start coming. They're expecting so a lot of people. Of yeah. Once you know when you're going, you say, okay, I'm going to go in July, which frankly is crazy because it's so hot. It's so hot. And it is crowded. And when it's crowded, it just makes the hot worse. But you know what? It's going to be crowded. And if that's the time when you can go, just go and just be prepared. And be happy and have fun. Actually, I did write a blog post about how to survive the heat and humidity at Disneyland. So you can go to DisneyTheMagicIsReal.com. Once you know you're going, start booking your reservations. Your dining, character meals, dining packages, tours, events... All the things that were that will require a reservation, look how far in advance they need to go. Most things need to be at least 60 days. Yeah. I think 60 to 90 is about when you can. Not that you have to. But, but when you should. You're more likely to get what you want. So think about it. If you don't need a character meal, like you're not taking any kids and so you don't care. Now, Chris and I have done those by ourselves and they're actually pretty fun. But it's up to you. If you don't need that, then don't worry about it. But if you know that you want to eat somewhere nice, at least one meal while you're there, book it in advance. Because chances are good most of the really good places like Blue Bayou, Carthay Circle, Lamplight Lounge, Cafe Orleans. Cafe Orleans. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Cafe Orleans are not as amenable to you just walking up to it. It just totally depends if they have an opening great, but most of the time they, they don't. don't. So if you know you want to eat at one of those, book it ahead of time. And you can do those 60 days, I believe, before, before your trip. you go. And you can do it through the app, you can do it through the website. We've talked about you about can call. Before. You can call and 
but definitely get all of those. Now, dining packages, if you want, we have not had an, we have not done an episode on dining packages and we will because Chris and I have done many of them. And frankly, my feeling is we have to eat and we want to see Fantasmic or we have to eat and we want to see World of Color or we have to eat. We want to see Frozen, you know, all of those things. We want to see these shows. If you get one of the dining packages at one of the restaurants, whatever they have available, which you can find on the app or on their website, it's a selective menu and you you pick from that or whatever, then you get a ticket to whether it's a parade or a show or whatever, and you get preferred seating, which is great. We like preferred seating because we like to be preferred. So there you go. (laughs) And then you don't have to sit there for two hours before the show starts to hold your seat. They have it for you because you're part of the dining package. Exactly. Definitely still get there a little bit early, but you don't need to get there as early. So we'll talk about dining packages in another one. Tours Tours. we talked about in an episode. We love the tours. Tours are so much fun. If you want to do one of those, definitely as soon as you can. You need to reserve it. And those, I believe, are 30 days before the day you're going to be there. So with the last tour that we did, which was the Grand Circle Tour, I called at like 34 days, 33 days, 32 days. And actually, I think it was on 32 days that I was able to book it. Nice. And I was the first one. And our group ended up not being full, which I've never been in a group that wasn't full before. Wow. That doesn't happen very often. That's fancy. Yeah. That does not happen very often. So if you know you want to do one of those, book it as early as you can. And if there's an event, like the Halloween party, which this year is going to be Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie's Halloween Bash. Yeah. So if you know you want to do that, make sure you book that early because those do sell out quickly. And any other events like that. And events will pop up every so often. You just have to keep on top of the website or the app or the Disney Parks blog is a really good source to see all the events coming up as well. Getaway Today is one of our favorite resources to use when planning our trips. We love Getaway Today. We loved them before, but now we're an affiliate with them. I know. We totally talked about them when we talked we about did. hotels and we talked about how to save money. How to save money and all this stuff. And we love Getaway Today. And we at that them. time, we were not affiliates and now we are. And now we are. So we're affiliates. So cool. Everybody. And raise the roof. And raise the roof. (laughs) And so we love Getaway Today because they do do packages of hotel and tickets together, which saves you a ton, usually. When my family and I went this year, we were able to save over $500 on our trip by using them versus if we had done it all ourselves. Five days at the park. Five days at the park with four, four people, nights and four nights $1,500. Yeah, it was the best. And that, the hotel that we picked had a, buffet, a hot buffet breakfast every morning, so that saved us money at the at the park also because we didn't have to pay for breakfast. It was the best! <laughs> and you get a lanyard and a pin, right? And you get a, la- you get a lanyard. Oh, you get a lanyard. You get a lanyard, and it's one for every person in your in your party. That you're that you're with, and which is super cool, because then you put all your pins on it. My girls were starting to do their pin trading with them. They also do just tickets if you already have a hotel, or like when mom and dad didn't have their passes yet, but my dad had hotel points. They would already have their hotels; they didn't need that, but they would still need tickets. They also do tickets to Universal Studios and Florida Parks, and all, they do all and kinds New York, of things. Any and of those things you can totally so things. totally book through our our link. link. And if you put in the discount code O. ODAP, our, our Disney Adventures, Adventures podcast. podcast. <laughs> you get $10 off your booking, which I know doesn't sound like a lot, but hello, that is five beignets. It's also two churros. That is two churros. That is two lemonades. Frozen lemonades. Oh, that is. And if you're going in July, you need, you need the, the frozen, frozen lemonade. lemonade. <laughs> and the frozen apple juice. 
Oh, you need them yes. both. You need exactly. them both. One of each. So, you know, look at what you can do with that. And they're they're a great resource. Getawaytoday.com or you can go to, we'll put the link in the description. And we'll also have it on our blog and we have it on our Instagram and everything that you can click on and go straight there. There's a page on our blog that talks about it. Also true. How to save money for your vacation is another big question we get. I'll tell you what we have done with some things and some other ideas, which we've also talked about this before in our Snarf Flats and Dingle Hoppers podcast. (laughs) That's right. I looked it up. (laughs) That was where we talked about other ways to save money, buying souvenirs and things too. So we'll mention again that we use the Disney Visa card. There's, you can get 5% off at Target. If you use your Target red card, you go to your local Disney store versus Disneyland. If you want certain things, you can go to the dollar store or whatever. You can always use that to save money on souvenirs and things like that. And the Disney Visa has discounts. If you spend X amount of money, you get an an X amount of discount off. But we talked about those in that other podcast. So go listen to that because that gives you way more detail. And we have a blog post with it also. But another way you could do it is you could start a savings account where money just goes straight into it from each paycheck. So you don't have to think about it. And maybe you do it as one that you can't take anything out until you close it. I've heard that's a thing. Oh. So you can do that. So that way you have it separate from your checking account. You don't. It, you can't see it. You can't look at it. It's out of the way. So you can't touch it. <laughs> can't <laughs> That's touch something this. that we've done. You yeah. can't touch it. Dun, dun, dun. Also, doing an envelope system. I've done that for years with my kids with different things. When she I, has. When I was, you know, we'd have summertime if the kids were young. And I'd know that, you know, they're not just going to sit around the house and stare at me all the time. Well, I mean, we could have. And we probably did occasionally. But oh, no. yeah. Yeah. But that would drive me nuts and them nuts. And so <laughs> I would, you know, do like, okay, it'll cost us this much to go to this museum on this day where it's a discount. Okay, so I'd put the 20, 30 bucks or whatever in an envelope and it was specifically for that thing. So you could do something like that with Disneyland. Just have, like right now at home, don't come to my house and don't try to take my money. But I have a little <laughs> Disney, I have a little Disneyland stash. There's a little box and we've been throwing some money in there here and there and we'll use that next time we go. You can also do Disney gift cards where you put your money onto the gift card and then the only place you can use it is at a Disney store or Disneyland or Disney World, but Which you can, is not bad you can only use it at a Disney sanctified place. So you're kind of forcing yourself forcing to have yourself to, to go. go. <laughs> so you might, you know, so you, you might as well do it that way. And that was also a budget saving thing that we talked about in the other podcast is using that because then you can't, you cannot go over your budget if you don't take a credit card. So just saying. True. You can also start a jar like Ellie and Carl do and up. Oh. You can just have a little jar and every little penny counts. You just start putting it in there and saving it up. Those are just some ways that you can save money. You can also start selling stuff on Poshmark or uh, through Facebook and things like that. You can sell your old stuff and use that money specifically for that. And there are many money-saving ideas if you do listen to the Snarf Flats and Dingle Hoppers episode. So many. That we talk about. You go so. there. When we also are doing a vacation, I like to sit my kids down and ask them specifically what they want to do. Specific rides, specific things they want to eat, pe- characters they want to see, things like that to gauge how we're going to do the day because sometimes they're going to want to see someone who's in California Adventure and then someone who's at Disneyland. Well, if we're only going to be able to be in one park that day, then we're going to have to kind of figure that out. But that way we also know where we want to eat, how much it's going to cost and things like that. So if you can sit down with whoever you're going with or with yourself, if it's just you and plan out everything you want to do, then plan through that. Last year when I went with a couple of friends, I asked them ahead of time, 
you know, what rides do you specifically want to do and what other things? And one of them is pretty much all about the rides. And the other one was kind of like, okay, whatever. So yeah, I got like what specific rides they absolutely wanted to do. And if there were any specific things, which there weren't anything except rides. And then I had them see a couple of shows and we watched a parade and we did a few of the other things that they didn't even realize were there or even stop to think about because they were just so focused on rides and maximizing you know ride times or whatever yeah so it was kind of cool to sit down and say okay so these are the things like pirates is one for me if we I always don't have to go pirates yeah if I don't ride pirates at some point while I'm there I don't feel fulfilled <laughs> her trip is incomplete it is completely incomplete and it's not like I have to ride it 12 times one time is plenty for me but it's not a trip to Disneyland if I don't ride pirates of the Caribbean fun facts with Chris The Pirates of the Caribbean originally wasn't supposed to be a ride. It was first planned to be a walkthrough attraction. The same plan was made for the Haunted Mansion. Or like with me, I have to buy a caramel apple to take home. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's, I don't even know when we started that tradition, but we did. That was just a few years ago. Yeah, it was just a couple years ago. But I seriously cannot leave Disneyland without a caramel apple because I just can't. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's like in my blood. And I have to ride Peter Pan. I have to ride Peter Pan Mm because that one, that one's my ride that I just love. But if you sit down and you plan it out, then it helps you see what things you can do. And if you're looking at the app, especially for characters, you'll know who's in the park that day, where they're going to be what times they're there now everything with characters is subject to change so you can't be like okay we're gonna go at 1 13 and we're gonna see jasmine you know that might not work out just be aware that everything changes without notice or anything meaning that if she's scheduled to be there from like 12 30 to 1 30 but you're over there at 1 13 if the line is super long she's not gonna stay through the end hopefully the cast member will be there to stop the line and say hey well she's gotta leave and she'll be back in like five or ten minutes but sometimes that doesn't happen so you just have to be prepared to be a little flexible if she has to leave or something like that just so you don't have disappointed kids or adults too i've seen i've seen many adults (sighs) not be happy so have a plan but be flexible in that plan and we can help you with that too if you're a little too overwhelmed you can always email us to uh tell us what what everything is that you want to do and we can help you kind of plan out what you want to do with it and how you want to kind of go about your day if that's too overwhelming for you to do on your own because we're kind of all about do everything in this area and then, and then move, move to another yeah. area. It dry the ones that like go from here oh, to there word. to over there to back there to the, that's so much walking. It drives me crazy, and it it just bugs me. I'm not. I she can't backtrack, and she has put that on me too I that know. I cannot backtrack. Either. When I'm running errands at home, I write them down in the order in which I'm going to do them because I don't want to be driving all over the place. I like to be organized. Yeah, she's passed that on. So <laughs> I don't try to. I try not to be crazy Uh, about it yeah but there's a specific order and flow to to things and it helps if you do it kind of the way that we do we think there you go yeah we think we think it's the best way to go so (laughs) so we can help you out whatever but we will absolutely gladly help you if you want to just email us at our disney adventures podcast at gmail.com so here's some ideas for planning a trip we definitely recommend a trip to disney for the summer for the fall for christmas for thanksgiving fireworks and shows and star wars is opening and like all this there's so 
much happening over this summer that it's just, it's going to be a great time to go. Even if it is crowded, you should go anyway, because it's just going to be so much fun. And just be prepared for the crowds and you'll be fine. Thank you for listening today. We love helping everyone create their own magical adventures. As always, you can find us on Instagram at Our Disney Adventures Podcast. You can email us at Our Disney Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. And visit our blog at OurDisneyAdventuresPodcast.com. Ta-ta for now! <laughs>